I'm Jimmy. And I'm Trisha. And we're a dating app success story. Together for five years, married for three with one kid here and one on the way, here to help you swipe right and not wrong. Welcome to the ASL Pod. Welcome to Age, Sex, Location. I'm your host, Jimmy, and as always, joined by my festive wife, Trisha. Oh, that's me. Happy Christmaka. (laughs) It's a mailbag episode, and we're going to be talking about everybody's favorite thing to do on the holidays, deal with relationships. So You're going to joke and say, like, see family. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, sometimes they go hand in hand. That's true. But, you know, we, we know that these times can be a little troublesome. That's why we did a mailbag for Thanksgiving. And kind of hashed it out and gave some, you know, mm-hmm. advice Jimmy on how to... shared his hatred of vegans with the world. I that did. Was valuable. I, I did. I did. And uh, now knowing that, you know, between Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and of course, that treacherous day, New Year's Eve, um, when it comes to relationships anyway. No get, pressure on New Year's Getting Eve. that Literally special kiss pressure. at midnight. <laughs> oh my God. Um, we figured we would open up the mailbag and... Uh, Give you guys some pointers to get through this season happily and merrily. So, Andrea, without further ado, can we please have the age, sex, and location of our first question? Absolutely. Fa-la-la-la-la, everybody. <laughs> Jingle all the way. Uh, 31 female from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Ooh. Every time I go home for the holidays, I'm peppered with questions about my future. Marriage, kids, career... Any tips to dodge these questions? Because I'm just not ready to answer them. Signed, can I just live? Yeah, tell them to mind their own fucking business. (laughs) (laughs) I, yeah, I feel like this is a big one. I dealt with this a little bit. Well, because you were getting up there in age as a single guy. Yeah, I mean, I didn't didn't deal with it much because I, I think my family was pretty cool about knowing that I probably would have said what I had just recommended. No, no, I wouldn't have said that. But I would have said something like it. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, listen, when it comes to family, you kind of have to know somebody's family to give them, like, specific advice on how to talk mm-hmm. and deal with people. So to be a little bit broader, you, you kind of have to um, – I like to make light of things and make a joke. So having some canned jokes is always a good thing, you know. So, uh, you know, when, when's, uh, when are you going to bring a, a guy around here and say – have you seen our family? I've been dating a guy for four years. <laughs> I'm just not bringing him I've been him married here. for seven and we have two kids together. That yeah. would be like a really funny way to deal with it. Done. Like I guarantee nine times out of ten, that probably ends it right there. Um, so, yeah, you're going to have to deal with the question. You can't avoid the question unless you just stay in your childhood room the whole time. <laughs> what if What if it makes somebody emotional? Like, what if this person is, like, upset that they that they aren't bringing somebody home and that dating isn't working out? And, like, what if they're worried that, you know... It's going to trigger something. Right. Like, what if they start crying over the Christmas ham or something? Well, I would I would definitely say uh, maybe don't drink any wine with dinner because... Ooh, good advice. If you're going to be emotional, probably not the best thing to do. Right. Because you'll probably get more emotional or just angry. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a rough one because if you if you're if this is a sensitive topic, um, look if you have a if you have a, a a parent or a sibling that you know is a little bit sympathetic to what's you know to you and the fact that this is something that's maybe you just kind of fly it up their flagpole. I was just gonna say I think like involving almost like an ally on the side as like you know what 
hey, I really don't want to talk about this. If you could kind of help me, if you hear anybody say something to me, if you wouldn't mind just kind of greasing the wheel to move the conversation along or change the subject. Engaging an ally, if you can, I think is a good one because even behind the scenes, you can listen. Uh, they know who to who, they know who to talk to. It's it's that wacky uncle, the crazy aunt, you know, or it's you know your parents, but they know who the person is that's going to bring this up. And they'll go say, listen, that's do me a true. favor, t- tone that tone it down this year. Like that's they a, don't need to hear it. I would say you know a lot of people sometimes people ask very good-naturedly, and they're just genuinely curious. Other times people ask because they don't really have much going on in their own lives. It's like Sex of the City. Like, tell me some stories about the guys you've been dating. Yeah, like almost like living vicariously through the excitement. I can't even count how many people, like, you know, when we were, when I was dating Jimmy, would be so excited and, like, want to hear all these stories. And then it's like, you know, maybe behind closed doors they didn't have the best relationship going on and stuff like that. And so it's like... It might not even be about you. It honestly might be about them and something that they're lacking. And so it's like to just kind of take it, I don't know, not not to take it so personally if you can. I understand that it's so hard. Um, you know, especially as a woman, there's just so much effing pressure. And it's not even necessarily that they don't have the best relationship in the background. It's just their relationship is such a different stage now. That, that it's, could be it's true, It's nice too, to yeah. kind of relive the, those fun stories. Like, you know, I... You know, we go out on date night. That's awesome. I know you. <laughs> like, there's no surprises when we're out on you date think night. You do. Well, after a few of these episodes, I'm <laughs> getting a little nervous. Um, I actually remember when we got engaged, I had a married friend who she told me, she goes, I'm so happy for you, but I'm also just selfishly a little bit disappointed because I'm going to miss your insane dating stories. I mean, and tune I- in <laughs> every Wednesday. That's when the pod drops. That's true. We can you'll get, you'll get at least one a Wednesday. <laughs> Trisha's crazy dating stories. Yeah, we live the big ones. Um, it's it's but there. So so you're right. Don't be so necessarily offended by it or angry at the person asking because they just a they might be genuinely interested. You never know why they're asking. And, yeah, oh, like it's nice to relive those days. Yeah. So all right. So I would. So we have a couple things there. You know, try to have a joke. If, if that is applicable, have an ally. If that's applicable, if none of those are applicable, I know I said don't necessarily drink because you might get emotional. But if you're blacked out, <laughs> you can't really be emotional. So well, that would be my final sense of advice. What advice? I was just going to say ignore ignore people that, who might ask. I don't know if that's – I don't know. They wouldn't be emailing us if ignoring that's who's on true. the table. All right, so now that we solved the awkward question that we've all been asked at some point or another, unless we were, you know, from Trisha's hometown and married at 19 with three kids by 24. Um, all right, let's go. Next one. Andrea, age, sex, location. Okay, this is 27 years old, a male, and he's from Brooklyn, New York. All right, dude. I'm heading to my girlfriend's family Christmas for the first time. Any pointers for how to get through this? Signed, Nervous in New York. That's a pretty broad one. Don't overindulge in the alcohol as like a, you know. Yeah. As a social I think we had a a good rule in the past. It was like, don't Mm -hmm. be in the bottom half of the drunkness. Be in the top half. Be in the good half. Um, uh, I don't want to say be quiet, but kind of be in the background a little bit, you know. I, 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 listen, we, we all have been around these last few years. 
sometimes these dinner tables could get very political. They yeah, could get very heated point. about, you know, other stuff in life. Um, that's I happened. wouldn't weigh in at all if politics and divisive topics come up. Unless everybody is literally on the same page. Right. And 100%. you're also on the same page. Um, and even then, you know, a lot of nodding is probably the best thing to do. I wouldn't get too involved. I wouldn't, you know, start, you know, spouting. If there's off. a heated debate and your significant other gets involved, I still wouldn't get involved. Like, it's their family. I wouldn't. No, definitely like, Come not. in to their aid and, you know, then make an enemy of a parent or. It's just, it's. This is a first date. Yeah, for you, I was basically. gonna say. Yeah, it's you gotta you gotta give it time. Don't don't come out swinging. Read the room. Yeah, and, and good. I was gonna say. You know, I think we talked about this in the Thanksgiving one. In general, what's appropriate to share and what's not, and it's like, well, think about a first date in a romantic setting. Like, what's appropriate to share and what's not. You're not gonna share about like trauma and like family drama and like all this crazy stuff so just like keep it light and surface because they don't they're not your therapist and they're not your partner they're the family of your partner and ultimately all they're doing is judging you and so it's almost like talking with the cops like anything you say can and will be used against you just bear that in mind you know like one day if she calls her mom with an argument well, I knew he was trouble from thanks from Christmas because he was, you know, like you never know. And so it's not to be standoffish, be conversational, be pleasant, but don't get into any heavy hitting topics. I don't think that's needed at all or appropriate. Yeah, on the politics side, rule of thumb is probably avoided at all costs. What is it like politics, religion and sex? Don't talk about like, isn't that like a trifecta of like things to avoid in conversation pretty, pretty much work. nailed it but yeah, that's like it work don't talk about those three things same deal don't talk about those three things but but the the problem here is it's going to get talked about well, so yeah. you need to kind of bite your tongue and just kind of you know wave your time and that's it and eventually you'll what listen, if they ask you directly which they probably will i was gonna say what if you're silent at the table and, and somebody and believe me whatever your answer is it's gonna be wrong because it's either going to get made fun of because you're, like, trying to waffle down the line. That's what I'm saying. If everybody's on the seems to be on the same side, it's very easy to just give an answer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Done. You're you're off the hook. But if there's, like, you know, a, some, clean divide. a, a, a debate going on, um, I love, uh, if you've ever seen The Aviator with Leonardo DiCaprio, when he goes to um, Catherine movie. Hepburn's house and they're all arguing with each other at lunch and he can't get a, can't get a word in, um, that's a great scene. Um, that's what I imagine would be the worst possible scenario in Wait, this. Wait, what happens? I don't remember that scene. He just can't get a word in, and they're all just basically talking trash, and then they're asking him a question. He can't even answer fast enough because they're on to the next topic, and they're like basically accusing him of being a lightweight intellectual because he can't engage with everybody. Okay. So that's a different Seems story. like a really pleasant environment to find oneself in. It was a commune. Um, so, uh, so, so when it comes to you know somebody asking you a direct question – I would say just be as vague as possible. Um, and listen, you know, if it's one crazy ant that's on one side, I would say just join with the group. Just join <laughs> with the group. Um, you know, and also ask your significant other. Like, if this is something that's you're really nervous call. about, hey, what are the politics? Is this a thing that comes up? Oh, no, we don't talk politics. You know, we, yeah. we no, nobody cares in my family. Okay, cool. Or, what yeah, family yeah, yeah. is that that doesn't talk politics no. anymore? 
It's true. Send me there. <laughs> like, it's true. Or she may say, yeah, we do. And everybody is left, right, center. And, right. you know, be prepared for a little fireworks. Cause... I mean, they can also somewhat surmise what your beliefs are just based on who your partner is sometimes, too. So, like, uh, sometimes. Sometimes, I yeah. do not think that that is indicative of... Uh, every time at all i think there are a lot of people that are very different than their parents and i think there are a lot of people now that um their parents may believe i said partner not parents i know but if you're if you know what your partner is you're you're surmising what the parents are no way that's what i mean you got to have a conversation with the person about what the family is like hey if this is a political issue you know where they fall what's going to happen do they yeah. argue about politics? You should definitely do your prep work on like who's Get some who could be like an aggressive and say what kind of presence what, in the conversation. Where, where, what else might be an issue? You know, yeah. Get to ask a question. Oh, my aunt Helen's. You know, she gets real woohoo drunk. Yeah. I feel like we um, always use the example of an aunt Helen, but I actually did have an aunt Helen. <laughs> so like every, it's just kind of really. Oh, yeah. yeah, it's a good name. My great aunt Helen. It's a great name. It's a good name for this. I would also say, just going back to the broader question in general, to maybe not spend, even if there's like a a family member who you really get along with, maybe don't spend an inordinate amount of time with just one person because you don't know the dynamic of the family yet. That could be like the screw up. The black sheep. Exactly. And now you're aligning yourself with somebody who – is not going to be a, a here's another one friendly force yeah in your life that's a good um, one so just kind of like if somebody comes up to you in the family and is like oh what do you think you know like are we too crazy for you definitely don't give like the real honest answer there if you know if it's not a super favorable oh my gosh no everyone's amazing i love you know i love it all like save that for if and when your partner asks after the weekend is over but don't sit there and assess the family with members of the family that you're really not familiar with all right last one andrea age sex location 29 female boston massachusetts Uh, This is my first New Year's with a significant other. It's always such a letdown. How can this one be different? Signed, Bon Voyage to 2021. This is an easy one. What do you mean? Go to bed at 10 (laughs) o'clock. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. (laughs) It's never worth it. It's the one thing I've learned. No. Um, (laughs) I, having lived in the city, having grown Mm -hmm. up outside the city, and the city being New York City. I was going to say, you should clarify that. It's New York City. Everybody knows. Well. Um, But having having lived in in Manhattan, growing up outside of Manhattan, New Year's to us was a tremendously pressure-filled night because we are basically at the center of New Year's Eve in America. You're the epicenter. Um, How many years did you live in Manhattan again? Ten. Okay. And, you know, all through high school and college, it was get into the city, get into the city, get right. into the city. That's and so funny because now it's like, oh, we have to go to the city. It was a major, it was, it was, and it was generally a major letdown. So the biggest thing about New Year's that I think the problem is, is your expectations are just way too I was just going to say, the expectations are the root of all evil when it comes to New Year, New Year's, and a variety of other things. My my favorite New Year's were like dinners with friends, um, like even whether it was at a restaurant or somebody's house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've been to clubs. I've been to you know 
big bars and big parties. You didn't ever do Times Square, did you? Uh, I did the China Club like a long time ago, like What's 2000. <laughs> um, and that's like basically two blocks from Times Square. Oh, and we were in high school in 2000. Yeah. So there you go. How you doing? <laughs> I lived, I lived a lot of lives. Uh, we have such different backgrounds. So, yeah, it was so, so you know, be, that was as close as I ever got to. I would never stand outside and like pee in yeah, a bottle. Don't pee, I was going to say, don't people like wear diapers? You have to because you have to get there at like 9 a.m. So to see a ball come down, like, come on, what are we doing? Um, I always think it's funny. Like we start the year by dropping the ball. It's kind of <laughs> ironic. I never funny. thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> that explains a lot actually um so you know i I think curbing your expectations have a nice plan yeah find something like a mutual thing you both agree on um like what as far as your plan of what to do like listen if, if if the person you're dating is super into going to a nightclub you gotta understand Though, like, if you're into going to a nightclub, New Year's is not a good night to go to a nightclub because you're with a bunch of people that don't go to nightclubs. Well, it's like going to the bar on St. Patty's Day. It's like a bunch of amateurs, you know. Yeah, but that's a little different. How? Because that's the point. The club is like, you get a bunch of people that don't know how to dance and throwing elbows, giving black eyes and broken noses. It's not, it's just not a safe place to be. <laughs> You're also just paying a lot of money and not getting anything That's out of it. That's true. It's a, if the door is usually 20 bucks on New Year's, it's $150. Mm-hmm. Like, it's insane. Um, if they're into going to a bar, fuck, okay, go to a bar. But maybe find a bar that, like, is a private party or is a capped reservation so it's not a shit show of a night like most of these places are. I always are. feel like... There's so much pressure to, like, get ready and, like, wear sequins and have, like, your makeup flawless. And so, like, when it comes to getting ready, there's all this pressure to, I don't know, look party ready. And then it's like you've got to go and have the best time and no one's allowed. Like, it's like it doesn't account for the fact your friend Lindsay is going to be crying on the curb again. You know, like, just kind of go out assuming it's going to be... A regular night, but maybe just like, maybe let's make it a nice night. But like we go out with all these expectations that everyone's going to look perfect. Everyone's going to behave perfect. Everything's going to go perfect. And then on top of that, we have all of these uh, resolutions and these goals that we're all going to. And it's just like, we are all just setting ourselves up for failure. Not just with like, you know, New Year's, but as an aside, too many expectations. Just a PSA for the world. We get it. You go to the gym. You don't need to post on January 3rd about how packed the gym is. We That's get true. it, dude. You and go to the over, gym regularly. Like, don't be a dick. Like, You're a hero. people trying to get healthy. Don't, yeah. I, I always hate those Sorry. Posts. I just, uh, when you said resolution. Yeah, the thought. cardio machines are all taken. Oh, the weight area is so crowded. I also think this girl, 29 in Boston, I think you also have half of the New Year's Eve problem down. You have a significant other. You That's have somebody true. to kiss at midnight. That's true. Right? A lot of people feel pressure about that. As of now, you do. When New Year's Eve go, you you, you plan something crazy. <laughs> I was like, if, you could if be it's the not friend Lindsay in the corner crying, crying on the curb, it could be you. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> if you don't have that friend, it's probably you. Um, no. <laughs> That's true, okay. actually. That was, this, this got real dark. I'm talking shit about people going to the gym, and, and, and now we're talking shit about. You're school. talking shit about people talking shit about people. Talking shit about everybody, really. Where are the vegans? <laughs> yeah, yeah, where are the vegans at? Not on New Year's. Not on my New Year's. I think That's I did a resolution. New Year's when I was vegan at like a yoga studio, mm. and it was really. I'm sure that there was, was awesome. a lot of incense and 
the bowls that make the noise like oh. Trisha also has lived quite a few lives. I've lived. You're not the I've only lived one. I've a lot of lives, you know. I, I don't know how I would classify these lives, but you've <laughs> definitely lived them. So I think you gotta. I think you do have to gauge your personality, what you do like to do, for sure. Yeah. Um, but I do think back again to Andre's initial point. Having that significant other, I think it takes a ton of pressure off, and it should be more about spending the time with them, not necessarily in your basement with a fire going or something, but spend the time with them in a more... Just be grateful for what you have. Cohesive way. Yeah, and not have all these expectations of what it should be, because that's just a recipe for disaster in any in any regard. All right. Well, hopefully these helped. Um, they usually go off the rails a little bit. Um, <laughs> that that's doesn't okay. sound like us. <laughs> that's okay, but we want more more of your uh, more of your questions for sure. We want to also hear about how the holidays went. Any funny yeah. stories that we could tell? Because I know it doesn't sound like it. Eventually, Trisha will run out of stories to tell. You would think that. <laughs> so hit us up on our socials, the ASL pod that's tiktok twitter and instagram email us the aslpod at gmail.com that's the aslpod at gmail.com if you're going to search for the podcast please search at age sex location if you could rate it rate it five stars if you can't rate it download it downloads are so important to us subscribe to it um that's the easiest way to get notified and you never have to search for it again you get a nice little alert on wednesdays because we're always dropping episodes on wednesdays but please reach out to us we want to hear from you because these questions make our lives a lot easier and usually it brings up a funny story from one of us yeah so anyway have a very happy holiday season good luck out there it could get dangerous there's drunk uncles and wild ants just be just be careful all right Stay vigilant. Head on a swivel. We'll see you next time. See you next time.